Journey into the Mystic with the Reverend John Dorhauer, General Minister and President of the United Church of Christ. One of the questions I ask people living in and through a time of grief is this, how are you sleeping? Grief and anxiety have a way of exercising our brains at the very moment we want and need the brain to shut down and give us the respite of a good night's sleep. And a head can rest on a pillow for a long while as regrets and fears and griefs parade through our consciousness, delaying the moment when the brain does shut down for the night and peaceful slumber comes. Or, having fallen asleep, one can awaken with a start from a dream that, while confusing and hard to understand, nonetheless, finds you wide awake with a quickened heartbeat, some sweat on the brow, and very little hope of rolling over and getting back to sleep anytime soon. I think this combination of a global pandemic, of racial unrest in a nation trying to exercise its demons of hate, and the precipice of an election that we all kind of know is threatening to tear apart the unity we need to thrive. All of that is conspiring to leave us collectively anxious. I somehow doubt that I'm the only one whose sleep patterns are being affected by this. So what do you do when this happens? One thing that I do is I find a familiar prayer. For me, it's the Lord's Prayer. It is my mind races with wild thoughts that keep me awake. I simply begin the Lord's Prayer, uttering to myself only the first word, our. Then I pause for two or three beats and muse about its meaning and what it is trying to suggest. What's its place in the prayer? And then I focus on the first two words together, our mother. I change the language once in a while. And then I pause again for two or three beats to see if some new insight emerges from the combination of those two words. If it does, I let it linger. And then I do the first three words. Our mother who... Now, if I happen to doze off at all briefly and jump back awake and can't remember what word I was on, I have to start over. When I do this, I rarely ever complete even the first sentence before I'm asleep. Try it sometime. I don't think there's anything magic about this. I think we're just tricking the brain to focus on something other than fear and anxiety and centering down on something sacred. Now, if I awaken in the middle of the night, I often then turn on a soft light and read myself back to sleep, or I even pull out my iPad, put on some headphones, and watch some mindless documentary or short film, something just long enough to shift my brain's attention away from what it was trying to process in some fanciful or weird dream schema that made no sense, but that clearly was born of some internal fear, grief, or frustration. When I do this, the first time I nod off and 
bounce back awake. Then I shut off the light, I close the book, or I turn off the iPad and take off the headphones and I settle back into sleep. These are hard times, people. Yet we need a good night's sleep. Of that, there is no doubt. But we're all living with and through challenges that unsettle the soul. And the sanctuary of our bedroom can quickly become the place where all of that begins to surface. Please know that God is with you in the midst of that. Know that she is accessible to all that you are experiencing. Know that bringing her into the room with you can be a pathway to quieting all of the noise. So I pray for you, all of you, and I wish for you the comfort of a good night's rest. We are all in need of respite on what can be, and quite frankly has been, a bit of a wild ride through this, our journey into the mystic. Into the Mystic is brought to you by the United Church of Christ. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you're welcome here. Find us at ucc.org.